everybody, welcome back to the lab. Ryan Rivers and Kate Holiday here with another episode where we dig in and dissect into a wide variety of topics. I almost said dive, dive. Dive? Dive, dive, Going dive. straight in there. Get in there deep. Mm -hmm. um, on WRMI out of Miami, Florida, we broadcast on shortwave radio. Uh, if you want to tune in to that, you need to be on the air at 8 p.m. on Saturdays on 77, uh, 77.30 and then on uh, Tuesdays at 8 p.m., 93.95. So it's uh, 8 p.m. on Saturday and Tuesday. Uh, on Saturday, it's 77.30. And Tuesday, it is 93.95. Tuesday, right? Or is it Monday? It's Monday. Everything I just said about Tuesday, insert Monday. Because <laughs> I just checked yesterday. Yeah, it's confusing because uh, it's it, shortwave goes off of uh, universal time coordinated UTC, uh, UTC out of Europe. So everything right. on here is a, a day ahead. Yeah, totally. Well, it is because 8 p.m. here is midnight there, which makes it a day ahead. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, smart Alec. Well, I mean, I just feel like mm -hmm, if you don't... Mm -hmm. All right, so once again, Saturdays. Oh. <laughs> Saturdays, uh, 77.30 at 8 p.m. Mm -hmm. Eastern time, Eastern and specific, as you like to say. Right. And then on Mondays, <laughs> 8 p.m., 93.95. And that'll nice. get you where you need to be. Or you can uh, tune in on iTunes. Anytime. The Lab. Yeah. Well, if you listen on iTunes, you have to listen at the same time as we broadcast to make it legit. Oh. Okay. Stupid. Yeah. If you guys can't find our link to iTunes, um, if you follow me on Facebook at Kate Holiday, I have the link posted in my, like, About You section. So oh, you, you, you have an official bio? I do. Yeah. That's neat. I like to claim myself as a quote public figure. Oh, I know. Mm -hmm. What a what a joke. That's a conspiracy. No, it's, it's, yeah, it's on there. So if you guys just click that, it'll take you to the spot on iTunes or your little podcast app if you have an uh, Apple iPhone, all that good junk. Um, yeah. So talking about conspiracies. Yeah, we've uh, we've had a lot of requests, so we're kind of still stuck on that because yeah. people have reached out and they're like, oh, I just loved it just loved it yeah so this is part four uh -huh. of our truth seeking lab series uh -huh, uh -huh. we missed we apologize because we missed last weekend because we had some unforeseen circumstances and i ended up having to work on saturday all day and ryan had work all day sunday yeah and then this week was a blur so we didn't have any other time to record a show so if you guys were listening on wrmi you got a repeat show that's good last though. week so you can always repeat and listen rinse wash repeat yeah yeah so but this week we're moving on to part four, mm -hmm. um, and I decided to. I did. We did get some topic suggestions of conspiracies that people wanted us to look into. Yeah. Um, but I kind of wanted to hold off because those ones take a little bit more time to get research done. Oh. Um, and speaking of work, I had to go in today, so we didn't have a whole lot of time to prepare for this show. So if we get anything wrong, don't hate us for it. It's a conspiracy. Everything's up for debate. It is, but. The topic we're going to talk about today is a good intro into something that might be happening on our show in the near future. Oh, nice. Um, so, our friend Ductor. Yeah, this is the guy from the deep web, or the dark web, which one? Either or. He's from the other side, we'll just say that. Yeah. He's been corresponding with us. He dabbles in the in the dark stuff. He's our uh, <laughs> He's our liaison Yeah. into the deep web, and he's sent us some... Uh, some emails. Some intriguing um, back and forth ideas. 
might you say? And we're going to try to get him on the air with us. Yeah, I was going to say we might have him on as a guest. Mm -hmm. um, now, we don't know where he's located because Ryan and I aren't on the dark and deep web, whatever you want to call it. I don't know how to track people. I don't hack into people's stuff. I don't know nothing about that. So I don't know where he's located. So we can't technically bring him into our, quote, studio. Mm. But he offered to do sound bits of, like, he's going to record himself. And so I asked him, like, what could we cover as far as, like, what he's comfortable with? Like, what would he like to disclose? What's he, what's he comfortable with discussing? And maybe hashing out some of those, like, myths about the dark web. What's true? What's not true? Yeah. What can you expect from it? Because, like I said, I only watch other people do it on, like, YouTube. I've never done it myself. Hmm. So I don't really know much about it. But... It's a learning... You know, it's a it, it's a process. We're going to get through it together. Maybe. So we'll see what he says. We haven't heard back from him yet. Uh, I emailed him yesterday, but hopefully in the near future we'll get an answer and maybe we'll have him on the show. Um, but today's conspiracy, we're going to talk about one in particular. Uh-huh. And it has to do with the dark web. All right. Hit me. So the conspiracy about the deep web conspiracy is what it's called overall, is that there's a possibility that the U.S. government is in charge of the dark web. Uh, right. And basically, I mean, anybody who stereotypes or thinks a little bit about the dark web, deep web, you'd think of like the crimes that go on in there. Selling of drugs, selling of illegal guns, things like that. Um, so there's a conspiracy that the government knows about what's going on crime-wise on I'm the sure dark they web. Do. Yeah. So I mean, I'm, I'm sure they have an idea, of course, because they're on there, which we'll get into a little bit later. Um, but there's thoughts about it that the fact that the government encourages some things on there. Mm. They either pay or do certain things on there to encourage um, just the activity that goes on there. And people say it's to, quote, ensure the balance of good and evil. Mm. So it's like they're soliciting for certain things to keep the balance between the two, which I have some theories of my own on maybe how they could use that to their advantage. Um, but what do you think? I wouldn't put it past anything at this point, uh, especially with the government. I know, I know, I I would just expect that they would be present on any type of media platform or any type of platform like that, whether it's dark web, um, normal web, whatever. So the fact that, you know, they're like, oh, the FBI is watching the deep, I mean, well, that comes of to no course surprise. They, yeah, of course you know, they, they are. That's how they, that's how they find the stuff that they find and whatnot. Yeah. Um, what was the second part of that though? That they encourage that they stuff? they play a role like they. I wouldn't actually... say they in pro. I mean, not of course. This is me hearing it for the first time. But if mm -hmm. you ask for my opinion, I wouldn't say that they encourage it. I think yeah. they probably don't stop it, and that they list these people as a contact. Like, oh, so and so's been buying these things. Uh, I wonder if he can lead us to a bigger fish that we can fry. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I agree with that. So. Um, some agencies like the FBI and the CIA have been known to go on the dark web and use it for their own purposes. Mm -hmm. So um, some people say that they have seen things that they believe have been left there by the FBI and CIA, like to recruit spies yeah. by leaving encrypted messages and posts on there, like trying to get people who are have smart these... enough to figure it out. Like, right. We want you on our team. Yeah. I was going to say that have the capabilities to get them where they need to go, because I'm sure there's people in the FBI and CIA that are like familiar with hacking and getting, you know, Intel on certain things. Um, but when you think about the dark web and the things and how it's so encrypted, well, the theory is, is that it's so encrypted that you can't get somebody's information or location or things like that on there. So obviously you've heard of the Tor browser, right? Yep. 
it's like the standard. There's a couple other like anonymous type browsers on the dark web. Um, I forget what they are. There's a couple. But do you know what Tor actually stands for? I believe it stands for the city that it was founded in, in Argentina, back in the 1800s. No. No. Okay, I'm thinking <laughs> of something different. You're thinking something something history-related, okay. I'm sure, of sure. your alley. No, so Tor actually stands, it's an acronym, essentially. So, um, it actually stands for the Onion Router. Yes, so, the onion. There's yeah. a sub on Reddit, oh, and it's called there? the onion. And, and I always wondered why everybody's talking about the deep web on there, mm-hmm. and it would be called the onion. Yeah. But now it makes sense. Yeah. You. I mean, you chopped an onion this morning for our pulled pork. So does it make sense now? Kind of looking at an onion. No. Oh well. <laughs> no, not at all. Great. <laughs> all I did was cry about that. Oh, obviously. Um, so the whole concept is that it's like an onion because you have to peel back so many you layers. You have to peel back the layers. In order to get to the onion. Right. And that's what we're that's what we're really getting at, you know? Yeah, so there's so many levels of encryption on things. Um, like, just, like, even if you and I were to go on there, just as basic people, we don't have, like, a VPN or anything extra on top. There's, mm. like, at least three layers of encryption somebody would have to go to to find anything about us out. Wow. So that's what, that's what TOR stands for, is the onion router. And now talking, going back to the whole government involvement on the dark web, um, the Tor browser was actually originally created by the Naval Research Laboratory. Is that a fact? That is a fact. That is a known fact. They actually created the browser um, so that military people could exchange... Ideas? Like, no, like sensitive information. So mm. if they were deployed on something that was sensitive and they didn't want other people getting, you know, cracking the code and getting in there and getting all the top secret information... Why didn't they just use Navajo? Um, I'm not sure. The Navajo Code Talkers? I don't know there's many left. Wow. So, but it would have been good, though. It's a dying art. Um, but Tor is free to download, and in 2003 is when, um, the Naval Research Lab basically made it available to the public, because they figured that not only could it help, like, hide the messages the military was sending between each other, but now inviting the public to do it would make their messages more, um difficult to find in the mix of all the civilians talking as well. Ah, yes, of course. Yeah, so in October 2003 was when it was released for public use by the Naval Research Lab. So, I mean, there's obviously government involvement. They created one of the major browsers on the dark web anyways. Obviously. For military intelligence to be communicating back and forth. Um, So that makes sense. And like you said, I don't doubt that the government is involved. um, To some degree, sure. Right. And... I'll kind of get to my more theory. Well, like, I want to hear it. You want to hear it now? Yeah. So I think, if anything, like you said, they don't necessarily stop crime from happening on there. They regulate it to some degree because I know they took down Silk Road, which was like one of the biggest markets uh, on the dark web. And, yep, yep, yep. you know, all the really dark stuff that they have on there that they try and monitor. But like small petty crimes like drugs and illegal guns and things like that. Alcohol. Alcohol. Organs. No, Parrots. Parrots. Oh, yeah, exotic animals. Yep. Sure, sure. Um, I feel like maybe they just don't bother with that kind of stuff because as of today, there's hardly any laws that regulate anything on the dark web. Hmm. So, like, the government has tried to get involved and create laws and things like that to regulate what happens on there. Um, but it's so hard to manage because you don't really know who's Who doing these people it. people are. Right. So, and that's one thing. Like, the FBI um, has computers and certain AI intelligence and things where they can actually identify suspects 
but only their location. It doesn't, like, there's no way to peel back enough layers, apparently, to identify their, uh, their true locations. So, like, they won't, they won't know who they are, but they'll be able to pinpoint it. So they were basically saying it helps them narrow down activity. Mm -hmm. If somebody keeps repeating things and it's coming out of the same location over and over and over, they might be able to figure out who it is. Um... Like, especially in, like, a heavily populated area, if, like, the same type of activities coming out of the same apartment building, they might be able to, like, sift through it all. Um, but basically, I don't know. You know what the thing that the world's going through right now and just how much things have changed? I could see them using it to their advantage with illegal activity going on on there. It keeps, like, the FBI, CIA, the police, like, all of them employed, and it kind of aids... I'm just thinking outside the box, okay? okay? So hear me out. I know you're making faces. I'm trying to <laughs> trying to think how the dark web keeps them employed. But please, go ahead. Because they have crimes that they got to solve. Like, if every single gun-toting American was doing it legally, they wouldn't have to be involved in gun control in that way. You know what I mean? Like drugs. Yeah. I mean, for, <laughs> <laughs> for instance... So one of the things that I've talked about before are people on YouTube who open, like, dark web mystery boxes. Yeah. So this guy in Canada apparently, like, orders these dark webs, which is something I asked Ductor about. I wanted his opinion on dark web mystery boxes. Are what they... did he say? He didn't say anything yet. He's, he's busy he's guy? He's ghosting me. I think he's working. Um, on the dark web. Maybe. Um, but every time he opens a box, almost, there's always marijuana in it. Like, for some reason. So obviously they're selling drugs over the dark web. So if you think about it, I mean, obviously the police and, you know, other types of law enforcement have to get involved with that kind of stuff. So, I mean, and maybe they just use it as their advantage. Like, oh, look, I'm saving the world. I'm getting drugs off the dark web, even though there's really not that many laws that can regulate what you do on the dark web. But I'm just saying, as far as conspiracies go, I'm just trying to add to the conspiracy of it all. Okay. Like, what if they're conspiring on a way to just make it look like they're doing their jobs? extra, you know, like stopping the world's crimes. I don't know. I don't either. I don't know. If anybody has an opinion on uh, whether... If anybody remembers what we're talking about at this point. You don't. That's why. You need somebody to email you and remind you. <laughs> I'm trying to keep up. Well, what what do you have to say for yourself at this point? That I'm... I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> wow. I don't understand what code we're... what we're trying to crack here. We're trying to figure out if the dark web employs the cops. If they, no, if, not at all. If the dark web not gives them business. If they're using it to their advantage. If, yeah, strategically. Like, it, it's saying, like, the conspiracy is is that they're somehow encouraging one way or another to, quote, keep the balance between good and evil. So, mm. to some degree, they have to be encouraging evil behavior on there. So, I'm sure, also, that, like, FBI and things for, like, drug stings and stuff probably set up, like, hey, yeah, I'll buy your goods. Like, let's meet over here. Yeah. And maybe some people fall for it and they can like crack some big like drug crimes or something. I'm sure they I'm sure they use it for that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I don't doubt that there's also some darker things going on as well. Wow. Um here's another thing. So we were talking about, you know, obviously government involvement with the dark web tour being created by the Navy. The Navy. Um for its primary uses like military intelligence interaction. But did you know that the US and Germany has also funded tour? In one way or another, they've actually paid to keep it up. What do you think of that? Well, I would have to look at the documents. I would have to see what's the uh, what's the pros and cons. Pros and cons about funding tour. Yeah. Like what their motive was. 
What'd no, you say? what their pros and cons were for it. Okay, you can't just say the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> what what they got out of it and what was the reason. But that's the whole theory. Like, what did they get out of it? Did they get something dark? Or were they doing it so that they could continue to use it to, like, bust drug stings and yeah, stuff? Yeah, but you also look at the stuff that that the government funds that people don't even know about. Such as? Well, well mean, people don't know, so <laughs> you don't know. I'm just saying, like, in general. Like, there's stuff that the government puts money towards that has no benefit for them. Why would they do that, though? For others. Hmm. I think it was called the Essential Air Service Act or something like that, where they subsidize flights into remote locations. Mm-hmm. And the government spends millions of dollars every year on that. And, like, you know... It doesn't directly impact them? No, it's just so that people that live far away from a large airport have air flights that they can... yeah. I mean, I could see that, where they do sure. things. So now, maybe somebody else is benefiting from this, and the government's not benefiting from the onion router. I just, I don't know. I just don't see the correlation on how they, like... Yeah. Like, what do people... I mean, for all the censorship, especially what's going on now, you well, know, on major thing. platforms of, yeah. like, Facebook, like, people use Tor to search the regular internet, but do it anonymously. A lot of the times, it's not even like criminal acts that are taking place on the dark web. People just don't want somebody in their business. So they use browsers like Tor. I want to get to a Tor f- browser. Well, I see you have DuckDuckGo on your platform. But I do. That's Tor- my that's my setup. This is like my premier setup, as you can see right here. Yeah, there's a little ducky down there. Yeah, so I click on that, and then I can browse the web without being tracked, which I like. Because mm-hmm. yeah. if I'm looking for Lamasil, I don't need people knowing that, that I have a buddy that has to take Lamisil because asking for a friend. His toe had a infection. Yeah, that you that that med you have to take for like the next six years of your life to hopefully help. Yeah, that may have been a bad example. I mean, I get what you're saying though. I don't take Lamisil. Sure, you don't. Um, but we will get into something similar to that here in a little bit when we talk about Lamisil. Yeah, the uh, government's involvement as well. But places, so I'm talking about like Germany and the U.S. have actually funded tour, but then you get other countries, um. Like China, Russia, and Austria, who have tried to like take it off of the face of their country altogether. They don't oh, want wow. anything to do with it. So China tried to block all access to it. Um, Russia apparently tried to de-anonymize Tor for quote political use. So here's the thing about Russia. Did you know that majority of the well, so outside of English, you're gonna give me a history lesson. No, yeah. outside of English, mm-hmm. Russian is the most popular language on the internet. Really. Yes. On the internet? On the internet. I didn't know that. I thought it would be like Spanish or something. That's weird, right? So like what's going on in Russia? Because when you think of Russia, you think it's like all cold and everybody's just like hunkering down trying to survive the winter. They love their internet. Hmm. And there has been like so much Russian hacking this. The Russians hacked off this guy. Yeah. And this, that, and the other. Like what is going on over there in Russia? I don't know. And I think this is like a... I mean, I think the whole de-anonymize it for political purposes is just a conspiracy all in itself. You know, the Russians, like, changing votes and stuff in 2016, hacking the presidential election, all Supposedly. that kind of Right. So that's why I had to say that. But That was a conspiracy. Right. So I think that's a conspiracy all in itself. Mm. Um, but apparently they didn't try and get rid of it as a whole. They just wanted to de-anonymize, which would be almost impossible, I think, Um for them yeah. to gain anything from that. I'm not really sure how they would accomplish it. And then Austria wanted nothing to do with it. They didn't want anybody using Tor in their country either. They tried to get rid of it. But 
that's the thing. Like, if you're if you're good enough to get into certain systems like that, I think if your country was like, no, you can't do that, like you'd find a workaround. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's no way they would get rid of it altogether. Um, but there's also parts of the dark web that are good, I guess, like whistleblowing, mm. like having a safe place to discuss things like that. Um, but people don't generally use it in the right way and they tell too many people, they tell their friends and things like that or somebody that they meet online and, you know, on the dark web and they think they're trustworthy, but not necessarily. So it doesn't always work out. Um, and the government used this to their advantage um, in a couple cases, like Edward Snowden. Yeah. So he went on there um, anonymously, but somehow he got found out. I'm sure it slipped up. I don't know the whole story, but I mean, about, um, you know, the government saving your conversations and like looking into you and all that kind of stuff, which goes back to the whole anonymous thing. Like mm-hmm. the government's listening in to, for what, like for their advantage or clearly they went to great lengths to try and silence him. Yeah, but also, it, I mean, this is not me being un-American, but look at all the stuff the government has stopped by monitoring stuff like this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like good things that you're saying, or no? Good things. Like stopped, like... Well, they wouldn't try to stop good things. I'm talking about, like, crimes and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, do I think it's sketchy that they absolutely monitor everybody? Then Yeah. Yeah. I do. I don't think that's And right. that goes back to last week with the whole 5G concerns. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, I mean, all this stuff wraps into kind of one bigger conspiracy, I guess, is my, my overall would just be like, how much do they know about us? And how much are they watching? How much are they storing? And what are they using it for? Well, I mean, I'm a pretty boring person. So, I think, I mean, obviously, I don't know. But I would imagine there has to be, like, keywords or certain words that, like, trigger them to like look into what's going on yeah certain countries have to be involved that you're like calling or texting or something like that you think there's like certain red flags where they're like oh get that guy i think so yeah so you don't think that you are interesting enough or do anything to the point where you would need like encryption and like oh i think it's a good idea just because i mean it is your privacy and anybody can hack you and whatnot and Um, too not to cut you off, I was going to say, I think this country is just so opinionated that something that is totally normal mm-hmm. that you're into, somebody would think there's something wrong with it. Oh, yeah. And then make a big deal out of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it's perfectly legal. It's perfectly normal. A lot of people are into it or whatever. Um, there's always going to be those people that think you're doing the wrong thing. And that's where it comes into play. Like, it's my private life. I'm not breaking any laws. I'm not doing anything. Just because you don't like it doesn't mean you need to, like, save my conversations and, like, point out that you don't like it. Yeah. Or use it against me eventually. In a court of law. Right. Yeah. So, I think there's a lot of bigger conspiracies or, like, smaller conspiracies wrapped into one when it comes to that. Um, And Duck Tour, I'm going to... This guy's just making our show interesting. Was talking about the whole 5G conspiracy from last week. And he was talking about how he's not so much worried about the health concerns, like the whole like brain cancer and yep. things like that from it. He said it's more of like a personal security issue because mm. he was talking about the capabilities of 5G and how honestly it makes it where you can monitor cameras simultaneously. Like he was like, you can literally put a camera anywhere in anything. But he said the fact that you can monitor them live time simultaneously, like all over is the issue with 5G, because something about the technology allows you to do that. And he said, so they're literally going to be watching everything and anything at all times. Mm. So that's interesting. Like, you just walk out your door, and there could be a camera right there that somebody's watching in real time. Yeah, it's a little weird. 
it's just weird to think about, you know. So he was saying it's not so much like the health risks that come with using your phone because it's got 5G. It's just what else can intelligence use? So if DuckTour is listening, um, I want to uh, just throw this question out there, and he yeah. would probably know. Probably. Is is the government capable right now of, like, turning on my camera on my phone? Like on your cell phone? Right. Yeah. Are they capable of doing that? And, like, watching in real time? Right. Like, if I have a webcam up, I've heard, like, people can hack into webcams. Yep. So I don't have webcams on any of my stuff. Right. Um, I got rid of that a long time I ago. I definitely think just that's a I real thing. Just because I thought that was weird. I don't know about your phone, though. Yeah, I don't either. Or then, like, them ring doorbells. Like, can somebody hack into... A doorbell oh, system, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And see, like, oh, they left their house. Let's go. Yeah, like, like monitor you and break in or something. Like or it, get... I, don't, I don't know. I don't either. But if you guys have, because I plan on interviewing him to some degree, like sending him a list of questions and having him record his answers and like send back so we can upload the audio to our show mm-hmm. and kind of have it like he's a guest, even though it's not live. Um, so if you guys have any questions about the deep and dark web or things like that, because he seems pretty knowledgeable about it, um, email it to us. Because I'm going to send it on to him, and I want to compile stuff, and we could probably do a whole series on this. Like, our show's going to turn into a conspiracy theory dark web show. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. It's just been the item. I mean, we've gotten all sorts of emails and requests from people wanting us to continue it. So yeah, yeah. Here we so, is. Do you guys think the U.S. government is in control of the dark web or plays any vital role, good or bad? Let us know. Theweeklylab at gmail.com. Um, next week, if... We don't get our show put together with a good old duck tour. We got a request to look into um, the Illuminati. Ooh. And maybe the Freemasons. Very exciting. Because there's a lot of conspiracies that circle around those two. Mm-hmm. Um, and I definitely wanted to take the time to do research and get a well-organized show together. Sure. Um, but that is one topic suggestion that we got. So you guys are more than welcome to message me on Facebook or send us an email, theweeklylab at gmail.com. So maybe we'll, have, good. maybe we'll have that one next week. All right. Well, until then, uh, y'all take care and keep your webcams turned off. Yeah, true that. <laughs>